be the, the next buddy break, so keep those things in mind. But it is good to be in the house of the Lord. No, no place I'd rather be than right here, right now. God is good, amen? amen. You been good to you? Yeah. Wow, there's no doubt about it. If you, if you hadn't found Exodus yet, just, just stand up and just listen. <laughs> Exodus 14. Exodus 14. And read uh, about 15 verses here. says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before Pahirath, between Migdal and the sea, over against Belzephon, before, before it shall ye encamp by the sea. So you see that God's told them where to go here. This is the uh, children of Israel have just uh, left Egypt. Uh, Moses has come in and has eventually convinced Pharaoh to, to turn them loose. And they're, they're, they're moving out and going across the wilderness. And God's hand is just the, just the beginning, just the beginning of a long, long journey. It says, and, and Pharaoh will say to the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. And it was told, it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of, the, of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this, that we have let this, the Israel go from, our, from serving us? And he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and the horsemen and army and overtook them in camping by the sea uh, beside Paharoth and before Belzephon. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. They were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said to Moses, Because there was no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we tell, did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. And the Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Go forward. Tonight that's what I'm going to look at. I titled this Going, Going Forward. Father God, I just stop right now again to acknowledge how much I need you. Pray, Lord, that you'll be honored here tonight. As you've just said here that you... Uh, you would get honor at the hands of Pharaoh. We want to honor you. 
in everything that we do. And we just pray, Lord, that tonight you will, you will be lifted up in this place in the right way. Father, I pray for myself, Lord, just take me, use me to speak what you want spoken here tonight. We love you, we need you, and we thank you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated. <clears throat> As we look at this uh, scripture and uh, the, what, if you've been in church, you've heard this uh, many times and about the crossing of the Red Sea and the children of Israel went across on dry land and uh, you learned that in Sunday school. And, um, as we read this and we look at it, and there's a lot, there's a lot of people will make fun of it, say it, it really didn't happen, and you know things like that. And uh, but I choose to believe that God's word is just like it said. I believe that, and uh, I believe that the Lord took them out of Egypt and He used Moses and He carried them right where He wanted them to be, and He showed them what a, what a God He was, what a God He was. Do you realize what a God we serve? That's the same God we serve today. I believe that with all my heart. The same God. The same God's capable of doing any of the things that he's done. He's capable of doing them again. He can do it. And that's my God. And, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm thankful to know him. And uh, tonight, I want to let, as I look at this, and this, we'll, we'll move on to some other things too. But <clears throat> this... Uh, I look at this, this going forward, moving forward, um, and the reason that I did is because in my own life, in my own self, a lot of times I get, a, I, I kind of get discouraged, and um, especially uh, of, of late in our, in our country, in our society, in our culture, and the way that I've seen things in my lifetime shift pretty much in the wrong direction a long way. And I, you know, I mean, and, and you, can kind of, you can get discouraged and, 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 I, and I don't like it. I don't like being discouraged because I keep, I keep God keeps reminding me of who he is. <laughs> who he is, okay. And he's, he's well able to take care of all this stuff that looks like, I, you know, there's nothing we can do. Uh, the whole the, the whole world's turning against us or whatever. It's okay. It's okay. And I and I and I want to look at that and and uh, and hopefully that as we walk through this uh, tonight that it will encourage us all because I, I don't I don't think I don't think I don't think discouraged Christians do a whole lot of good. You know I just really don't. And I think that if anybody in this world, no matter what comes our way, uh, should be able to to. To rise above it by the power of God and to be different than just normal everyday people because we should be different because of who we are and uh, being in Christ and the power that we have and to, to, to live the, uh, our life in a way that's, uh, that's not, a, not down and not be down. And a lot of times for me, it's, it, I, I can get down and especially as I said with the things going on in the world today. So as we look at, as I look at this and we begin to look through this. You can see how uh, the the Israelites here have they, and and this is this kind of comes into my mind is that our life, all through life, our life is has ups and downs. It's just, it's just us as Christians. Our lives have ups and downs. There's struggles that we have. There's struggles that we get through. There's high places. There's low places. 
There's just that's just the way it is. And we the Lord can bring us through one, but that doesn't mean everything. It's all if you may you may have another one around the corner. These type of things. It's just that's just the way life is, you know. And and you you take them as they come at you. And uh, so there's there's ups and there's downs. I mean, we look at these Israelite people. They were, it was a good day and they, they were up whenever Joseph brought them all back over there and his daddy and put them in, in Egypt. That was a wonderful thing. I mean, the story of Joseph, how great that was. God's mercy took care of them and got them and placed them where there was plenty to eat. And then they were there, but eventually Joseph and all of that generation, that generation, they all died out. Another king come along, he didn't know a whole lot about Joseph. All he knew was these Israelites are multiplying like crazy and there's a bunch of them and we're going to wind up, they'll wind up overtaking us. So we just, we just got to put a hammer down on them. And they did that. So then they lived for hundreds of years under this oppressive uh, government type thing. And, but God comes in. God moves in and got, and got for God's people. And he brings the deliverer, which is, is, is Moses and and. and, and they get to see the plagues. They get to see the miracles of God, and they get to they get to walk out. They're leaving and they're walking out. So there's this there's ups and downs, you know. And you think, man, we're we're free. We got out of all of that kind of stuff. They never dreamed it wasn't going to be long. You're going to be <laughs> you're going to be hemmed up between a rock and hard place, you know. And uh, and and so that's where they are here. And first, and, and one thing I wanted to, to notice as we begin, just looking back in here in, in fourteen, is that God, where they where they are, is exactly where God told them to be. God's the one that took, said, "That's where I want you." God, I mean, we, can we stop once in a while, whenever we're between a rock and hard place, and say, "Lord, is this where you wanted me?" He said. That's exactly where I want you. I want you right there. That don't feel good. But it's not, that may be exactly where God wants you. It was for them. He gave them a specific. Says, here's where I want you to go. And they were there. They looking, looking around and there's a big string of mountains. No way to get by them. And here's a big old Red Sea here. And then you look over here and you got Pharaoh's army. You're hemmed up. But they were right where God wanted them. Not only that, I thought this is interesting. That enemy that's coming at you, who sent them? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Why would God send Pharaoh? He says, I'm going to get the honor. Isn't that wow? So can I say, God, use me any way you so desire if you can be honored by it. doesn't matter. I want to do that. Now, to me, that, I mean, that, that's, that is, that's, that's powerful, that, that, that God had them right where he wanted them. He's the one that sent Pharaoh, and, and he says, I'm in control here, and I'm the, I will be honored through this. But... As we read the story, and I stand here and I talk like that and I say that, sounds good. But for those people back then, they hadn't crossed the Red Sea yet. They hadn't seen that happen. All they know is there's mountains, there's a, 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 a Red Sea here, and there's an enemy coming at me. That's all, I, that's all we know. So what do they do? They do what most uh, any of us will do. And it says in the verse 10, 
And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, that they were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Well, they're free. Very afraid. Okay, so there's times whenever I look at, I look at the surrounding things going on. And, uh, and I, I, can, I, can, I can get a, a, uh, just a, a little fear come into me when I think, what, where's this going? Where's this headed? Where will this end? Not only that, what will my grandchildren and great-grandchildren, what will they what would, what would be? And, you, if, and you, you can have a little anxiousness. But this same God right here is the same God that's out here today. No matter what, no matter what is going on, he's God. He's God. He's in control. He can take care of us. And to me, it's, I, have to, I have to remind myself of that because I can, get, I can just get too caught up in, in things and how quickly things change and uh, the, the crazy nonsense of it all when, when there's, a, there's a holy God that has revealed himself and gave us his word and, 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 and why does humanity not understand and, and, and to know that this, this is the way to live. This is the best way to live for any country, any society, to live according to God's word and to believe that. But that's just not, that's just not the case. So they felt, they felt the fear. They also, they felt hopelessly trapped. And it's like, you know, what, what can we do nowadays, you know, in the situation that we're in and, and the things that we see? And, and you know as well as I do of the, the hardships that, that people endure right here. And I'm not talking about across the world and the, the horrible things. I'm just talking about right in here how Christian people that lose their livelihood and their businesses simply because they believe the Word of God and don't want to do things that is contrary to the Word of God. And they just say, that's, that's, that's my, my personal feelings and belief. And, 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 and who I worship and I follow him and that's contrary to what I've been told and what's in God's word and, and I want to abide by that that's fine but you can't you lose your business you lose your business and I mean there's if you, you can you, we can get and we can read a lot of different people lately that just just because uh, they don't go along with the government and the things that they're pushing and the, the cultural changes and all of these things and it, it goes contrary to the word of God and it costs and it's all and you can almost feel like you're trapped what, what, what do I do do I give in do I say well okay you know I'll, I'll just do whatever you want me to do and keep my business or what you know what, the, what am I going to do but God's still God God's still God they had the fear. That's a normal thing. We can do that. We can feel that, that trap. <clears throat> and it's also easy to begin to complain. To complain. Well, <laughs> I don't agree with a lot of things that are happening, but I can tell you one thing about it. Just complaining about it probably ain't going to do a whole lot of good. Okay, just complaining about it. And telling everybody 
how much you don't like it or how sorry everybody else is or whatever you want to do and then complain anything. I honestly, I believe the very, very best thing that you can, that I can do or you can do is that we take it to the Lord and we pray about the situations that's in our lives. We cry out to him. I believe that's what Moses did. I'm going to see that in a minute. Is that we carry it to him. We realize, Lord, you're in control. Lord, I'm here. I'm here. I follow you and here's where I am. You know where I am, and I am in a, it, it's, it's, it's tight. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, I'm, I'm trusting in you. But, I, Lord, you're going to have to move. God, you will have to straighten this, this out. Do you understand? And I'm, I'm, boy, am I, boy, am I preaching to me. Eddie, do you understand that God is the one that will straighten this out? God is the one that will turn things around. God is the one that will change people's hearts. If God wants to send revival, whatever, if he wants to bring us down to our knees, he can do that. But it's my job to pray and, and bring it to the Lord as a, as a, as a, as a Christian. And uh, <clears throat> so I just, as I read this, I, I, you know, it just spoke to me deeply about where, where we are uh, now. But Moses... And, and Moses was a good leader. Moses was a godly leader. Good leaders <laughs> are, they're very needed. They're hard to find. Good godly leaders. And when you don't have them, it shows. Okay? When you do have them, it shows. Okay. So what we got today is pretty much uh, a lot of our leadership is not what it should be. So, but Moses was a good leader. And look at what he says whenever, when he talks with them in, in verse 13. Powerful verse here. They, they were complaining and all look at where we are. And then Moses says this in verse 13 to the people. Fear not. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Three things. Three things. Number one, don't do what you're doing. Right? Don't fear. Just don't fear. That, that, that convicts me probably as much as anything on my own self. Whenever I have anxiety and, 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 and fear can come in because of the, the way things are happening around us. And that's, that that God, God speaks to me quick about that. You, Eddie. You don't have to. If you remember here a few weeks back, I spoke on this same type of thing whenever I kept, kept saying, let not your heart be troubled. That's, that's for me. And to not fear. And not fear. And uh, so he said, fear not. Then he said, stand still. Or some of your Bibles will say, stand firm. Just, just stand firm on who you are. Just stand firm, stand still. Don't, and don't run. I mean, you know, in my mind goes back to Ephesians chapter 6 in the armor of God when it says, you know, put on the whole armor of God and, and do everything that you can to, to stand. And, and, and when you've done all that you, to stand. Not to run. We, folks, we don't have to run. We don't have to retreat. You don't have to do that. So don't, don't think about backing off. Just, if just, just stand firm on God's word and who he is and trust in him. And let's, let's just see how this thing works out. Okay? 
It's called, look at it like that. Look at it as almost an adventure. God's got me here uh, for a time such as this. Right now at this date and time with all the stuff that we, uh, all the technology that's never been, well, here we are. We're a part of it. All the stuff that's happening and how things have changed, all that. Well, we're here and I'm part of it, but we're Christians. Let's stand firm on God's word. God's word is timeless. It never changes. It's true. It works. Always has. Always will. Stand on the word. Just stand firm. Stand firm and let's see what happens. Let's see what God does. I will, I will guarantee you, I don't know how, I don't have, what will happen, how things will change or whatever, but I'll guarantee you one thing. God will Move. He'll move. He's going to move. Now, it may not be good when he does. I don't know. I cannot tell. I cannot. But let me tell you something. He's still God. And he will move and he'll straighten things out. One way. And I, I long for the day whenever he, when he straightened things out. I, I, if nothing else, go, being here and seeing all the junk and stuff and the hatred and everybody fussing at everybody and everybody wanting what he wants and wanting everybody to accept what he wants and all is just, just, just man, just mean, hateful stuff. That's all you see. I've had enough. But God will take care of it. He just will. He will. And I need to be reminded of that. That he'll take care of it. To stand still and watch God deliver. And see God's salvation. He goes on to say in the next verse. Love this. The Lord shall fight for you. I, folks, listen. I don't have to bounce up and tell people what my rights are. And you'd better, you better, you better meet my rights. I'm not doing it. I will take it to the Lord and I'll say, Lord, you, you fight my battle. And if this needs to be changed, you change it. I'm not going to get in that, I'm not going to get in that ball game. The Lord shall fight for you. All this is where you are and you don't know what's going on. Just remember, the Lord will fight for you and, ye, and here's what you do. And ye shall hold your peace. Some of your Bibles are going to say, keep silent. Yes. Anybody got an uh, ESV in here? I believe it says keep silent. Anybody got another one where it says, and ye shall keep silent? You ain't got to, hey, you ain't got to say nothing. You don't have to say nothing here. Oh, you, you just stand still and watch God move. He fights for you, and you ain't got you ain't got to say nothing. Many times when people get up and want to speak and say something for God, I'm sure God wishes that they hadn't. Okay, and I don't want to be that. I mean, I could get carried away and, in the name of Jesus, get ugly. Yeah, that's, that's no good. It's no good. But the, so, so you, you kind of see, to me, I can just, I can just feel that, that hemmed-in feeling that all the junk that I don't want to be a part of and can't be a part of all these kind of things and, and then being forced to do things and all that coming at you, you know. 
And then on top of all of it, you know, knowing that, that uh, Jesus says that, you know, we're, we're to love, love people. Can't get away from that, you know, can't get away from that. So God is in control. God has took care of, like, he's took care of my problem. My num- what was my number one problem? I had a sin problem. Whoo, did he take care of that? That one's done. That one's done. Jesus did that. He, he, God's taking care of my problems. My problems. Ooh. So the Lord, the Lord will fight for you. And you won't have to say a word. And, but I love this here. When he, when, he, when, he, when, he, when he got through telling them that, this is what, now look, look at this. He gets through telling them and he says, listen, y'all, you know, don't fear. You just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The Lord's fighting for you and you ain't got to do a thing. And then the very next verse, it seems like, it looks like to me, Moses went off somewhere and went praying like, Lord, will you, are you going to do it? You know what I'm saying? I don't know that. I don't know if he was praying because the people had jumped on him. I don't know what the deal was. But I know he was a good leader and I know what he was doing. He was talking to the Lord. Because he said, and the Lord said, Moses, why Christ thou unto me? I don't know what he was crying, what he was saying. Lord, Moses, it's okay. It's okay. You're, you know, it's good to pray, and yet, but, but I'm, what I'm telling you, you get up now and you speak to the children of Israel, and here's what you say. Let's, let's go forward. Now, boy, I'm sure that went over big with them. When he got up and says, look here, now y'all all, let's get, in, let's get in the line, let's get in marching order here because we're fixing to march forward. Moses, are you crazy? Where are we going? Where are you going? Mm. Wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be the normal, natural thing to say? Where are we going? There's nowhere to go. Well, I'm here to tell you, yes, there is. God is in control. He will, he will make a way where there seems to be no way. See, he works in ways we cannot see. <laughs> and he will make a way for me. He made a way for them. It doesn't matter. He's going to make a way. I believe he's going to make a way for my children. He's going to make a way for my grandchildren. When I'm dead and gone, and these lips have been shut. And, and y'all are saying Hallelujah. I believe Gladys said amen. <laughs> it don't matter. God's still God. God's still God. He'll take, he's going to take care of it. And I, believe, I, believe, I, just, I just believe it. Stand on that. But I love, I love it. Just stand firm. Stand firm and plan on going forward. We ain't done in, in other words. I don't care. We ain't done in. Because of who's on our side. Because of who is on our side. If you will, let's go, let's go over to Deuteronomy chapter 31. Deuteronomy chapter 31. <clears throat> See, just, if you follow the, the Israelites, that, that, it's like their life can mirror your life. It's just, there's ups and downs, things coming at them and, and, and that sort of thing. These same people, they walked across on dry land. 
they got to see that God's hand moved. They got to see Pharaoh's armor destroyed. They go right on over. They get into the wilderness. They march right straight on over there to the promised land. They get ready to go in. They get, go in and check it out. And the first thing they do is decide we can't do it. We ain't going to do it. We can't do it. It's too big. Wow. Mm. Of course, the Lord's always working in our life. And, and here he says, well, okay. You know, I told you, I told you where I wanted you to get over there on the other side of the Red Sea. And you, and you followed me and that's where you got, well, you went right where I told you to. And you got to see my hand move. And I told you that I've given you this land that you go in and conquer it, but you're telling me you can't. So let's just go spend about 40 years out here in the wilderness till we get rid of this generation. This generation. Generations. I don't know that I was a part of a good one. It don't look like I was. The outcome don't look good of the generation that I was a part of. Y'all with me? I don't know. I don't know what got into the, the people of the 60s whenever I was a teenager. But they decided mom and daddy's way of doing things weren't the way to do things. That there was a better way. You know, and it all hinged on love. And a certain kind of love. It was a love that was free. It was free love. And we could just love anybody we wanted to, anytime we want to, let's just love. <laughs> Sounds good. Mom and daddy ain't never thought of nothing like that. Free love. This is the way to go. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust politicians. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust mom and daddy. They've just been brainwashed all these years. We fixing to have a revolution and break out of that mold. And it's going to be a wonderful day when that happens. And look what we got. Tell you, you ain't recording this, are you? I stand behind it, buddy. I stand behind it. That's truth. That's truth. I was a part of that generation. I wasn't that crazy. But I was a part of that generation. Generations. They come. They go. Things change. That's the reason I have hope. Because if the Lord tears, there's going to be another generation. And he raises up people when he gets good and ready. And I'd sure like to kind of still be around to see some of it. Either way, I think I could see it. But in Deuteronomy, these same people <clears throat> had spent 40 years in the wilderness. They come back and bringing them back. And let's just read it real quick. Uh, well, I've got to get there. I was just fixing to say, are you there? And I ain't. Okay, but I will be. Did I tell you where to go? Deuteronomy 31? Okay, verse 1. And Moses went and said, they've come back and Moses, they're, they're, they're getting ready to go back and make the second 
try to get into the promised land. And Moses has ganged them all up and he's telling them. And Moses, uh, he, he went and spoke these words unto Israel. And he said unto them, I am 120 years old this day. I can no more go out and come in. And that's probably true at 120. Also the Lord has said unto me, thou shalt not go over this Jordan. You're not going to go in there. So we know that. But he says, the Lord thy God, he will go over before thee. Okay, see, he's still in control. He's still the one doing it. He's still the one going ahead of it. Still is today as far as I'm concerned. And he will destroy these nations from before thee and thou shalt possess them. And Joshua, he shall go over before thee as the Lord hath said. Well, I put down there. It, you know, it's, it's time to move forward. Moving forward, we still, we, yeah, we, we, we've killed a whole lot of time here now, but not. But the Lord brings us back, and the Lord's always moving forward. We're moving, we're moving forward. There's a, there's a, we're moving, I'm looking for something better than this, and it's coming, okay? We're moving to that, and God's, and God's doing it. He, God's making all things new. He's going to set it up, and it's going to be right. So it's still, still moving in that direction. All of this here brought Jesus in, brought it all down. A man by faith, the just shall live by faith. Oh man, he's still moving, still going forward. And here they were going to go forward. But I wrote down here, they're going forward with new leadership, right? But the same God. Amen. Same new leadership, but the same God. Boy, I think that, that made me feel good. My generation's got made us got us a good nice mess here. But maybe that new generation, new leadership, God raised it up. Because he's the same God. And can turn things upside down like he did with the apostles. He can bring a reformation like he did with Martin Luther. He can do anything he wants to do with anybody because he raises them up. He says, I raise them up, I take them down. I'm the one. That's my God. I'm the one. I do that. You know? Oh, gosh. That's good. That's so good when you stop and think about it. But it also makes me want to ask the Lord sometimes, why? Why did you raise him up? And I ain't called no names. I'm just saying, y'all know what I mean. But he does. And whenever it's, one's been raised up and don't look like me, what I want, no, that's okay. I, I, at least I know God did it. And he'll raise up the right one when he gets ready. That'll change things. He always has. Always has. Hey, listen, here's another thing too. And he don't even have to be a part of the family. So he raised up Cyrus to turn all his people loose and let them go back and rebuild a temple. And Cyrus was a heathen man. And he says, I raised him up and he's my servant to do what I want him to do. You might stick that in your pocket. <clears throat> wow. That's good. Let's go back in here. Verse 4, And the Lord shall do unto them as he did unto Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, and the land of them whom he destroyed. And the Lord shall give them up before your face, 
that ye may do unto them according to all the commandments that I've commanded you. And then he says, be strong and be of good courage. Fear not. There it is again. Isn't it amazing? You know, 40 years later, we're having to tell this next year, don't fear. So evidently, it's, that's, that happens. That's natural. But he says, fear not, nor be afraid of them, for the Lord thy God. It is he that goeth with thee. He will not fail. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. I, I, I love it. So he said, and I, and, and, and I love this, or just don't, to not fear. Be courageous. I said, the Lord will go before thee. So be strong, courageous, fearless. Strong, courageous, fearless. The only reason I can be that is just because of the Lord. I will go ahead on because I trust in the Lord. He's my God. Did you, let me tell you something. Just, just a quick little history thing. Yeah, you might have knew it. may not. But you know that those people that crawled into them two, three little old ships and come across that Atlantic to come over here and find the United States of America? What was the Penta, the Nia, and the Santa Maria? Is that right? Families crawled in them little old boats with children. Knowing that they may. What's the chances of making it? They crawled in. You know, you know do you know what, what I read? Because you know those, those, a lot of those were the, uh, the Puritan people. But they were Christian believing, Bible believing people. They believed that God was so much in control that if God hasn't already decided that's where I'm going to end up out there in the river in the Atlantic, it ain't going to happen. I can crawl in that boat knowing that I ain't got to worry because God's in control of my life. A faith like that's what brought enough of them people over here to even find a country and establish one. That if you don't think it was founded on faith, the United States was here with people of faith. Would you crawl in a little old boat and head over to Europe right now? And they did it with children. It's amazing. But they, 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 believed, they believed God had the control of them. That they were in God's hand. And if I drown out there in that Atlantic, that'll be right where God wanted me to go. But I'm in his hands. That's powerful. That's powerful to me. Powerful to me. Our flesh has to be reminded, even in, jo in, in Joshua, if you go over to Joshua 1, 9, after he, he goes on to tell him that Joshua said, And Moses said unto Joshua, and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of good courage, for thou must go with this people into the land which the Lord hath sworn unto his fa to their fathers to give them, and thou shalt, uh, thou shalt cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he it, he it is that doth go with before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, nor be dismayed. I just look at, I just put down, it's the Lord that will go. Because... See, we can be fearless, we can be strong, we can be courageous because the one that's with us is the one who never fails. Never fails. He's never failed. He's never failed. He, he will never leave me. You're never going to find yourself alone or forsaken. No matter what. No matter what. 
And then I just, Joshua 1, 9, it sounded so much like it because after, after Moses has told him all of this, whenever they do get ready and they start to go in, it's the Lord begins to talk to Joshua, tells him the same thing, Joshua 1, 9, Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. If he, he had to hammer it in the head, I'm going to hammer it in mine. I'm going to hammer it in mine. Ain't no need to be afraid. Ain't no need to be worried. God's God. He's got it. I'm one of his. I'm going to stand firm. I'm going to stand firm and see what God does. See how this thing ends out. Because it's going, I tell you what, I got a good feeling it's going to end just the way he wants it. How about y'all? It's going to end just the way he wants it. Just the way he wants it. I got 10 more minutes. And I'm on a, this last thing that I wrote here is the third, the third thing. Which I, if you want to, you can get over to Joshua 24. Joshua 24. <clears throat> I just put up, up close and personal. So as we look at this thing, we look at the, the Israelites here at the Red Sea and what they did. This was a generation. We look at another generation, how they handled it and the leaders that they had. But it, it boils down, as far as for me, it boils down to me. Really, is it, my own personal self for each one of them. And if we, as we look at a generation, I'm part of a generation. I'm just one. I'm just a part of. It, but I, I'm me. Now, what I got, to, who I got to answer for is me. I'm the one that uh, I need to be concerned about. Is who am I? What am I doing? How am I living? What am I saying? What am I believing? Am I on track? Am I standing firm? Am I believing? Am I fearless? Am I courageous? That sort of thing. I mean, it's, it gets down to, to me. And, I, and, I, and I, this was, and I jumped it back over there a while ago, but I just I got in there. Every generation has to make a choice. And I told you, back in the 60s, mine made a dandy. <clears throat> in Joshua, in ch- chapter 24, in verse 14, God has blessed them and done everything he said he would do. He was with them. They went in. They defeated all the enemies. They established themselves, had their, tri- their 12 tribes. They, they, they were in the promised land just like God said. Everything he said he would do, he did it. And Joshua, Joshua let them know it. Now Joshua's got old. Joshua's got old, but he's a good leader. Now listen to what he says in 14. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve you the Lord. And I'm thinking here, wow, man, all they've been through, but yet he's having to tell them, look, because it's, e- it's easy to let other things come in and, and, and God's top thing. Mm, boy, my mind, I only got a one track mind, but stuff tries to get on it, two or three things that comes back to my mind or stuff that I've seen lately, but I can't, I can't go there. But he's telling them, you know, you got to nail it down. You've been a part of this generation. You've seen what you, but you got to nail it down for you. And it shall, and if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. Because let me tell you something. You can't serve two. It's him or no one. He ain't, so he, he, ain't, he ain't sharing you with nobody. You, he's God. It's my 
responsibility to make the choice, am I going to believe in him? Am I going to trust him? If it seems, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers which you served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you're You've been in here. You've seen all this people. You've, been, you've, you've, you've gotten around it. You've seen the gods they've had. You've seen what they've done. All of these different things. Don't let that affect you. You stand, you stand up and stand firm on who you are and who God is. And not, the, not what people are doing around the, the gods that other people are serving. Then he says, but as for me, Joshua just said, but as for me, but as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. Nail it down. That's, it's up close and personal. How about you? How about you? I'll, as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. Come what may. Struggles, hard times, getting in between a rock and a hard place, I don't care. We stand firm. We, as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. That's just the way it is. He's my God. I believe him. I trust him. His word's true. He's my deliverer. <clears throat> so you had to make that personal commitment regardless of what others may choose. Now, time to ease up. I'm going to close out here. I promise. Joshua 24, 31. This is, I want you to see the importance, the importance of godly leaders. Just like Joshua. See, Joshua's the one that's hit them in the face with this. Y'all got, you, you got, y'all got to make your decision up for yourself. And Joshua 24, 31 says, In Israel, Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua. Godly leader. And they served the Lord all the days of Joshua. And all the days of the elders that, are over, that outlived Joshua, and which had known all the works of the Lord, that he had done for Israel. They served the Lord. Joshua was there. Joshua was the leader, had a good godly leader. In that generation, they, they served the Lord. <clears throat> but when we leave Joshua, we go into the book of Judges. And there's other generations coming. There's more generations making their own decision of who they're going to be and who they're going to serve. And eventually, the, when you go to the very last verse in Judges, you will find this. In those days there was no king in Israel and every man did that which was right in his own eyes. <laughs> kind of sound like today maybe. It's right for me. Well, uh, the Bible says that ain't right. Well, it's right for me. <laughs> it's right for me. Hey, you do whatever's right for you. I, that's just, you know, that's, we're back in this more of that free love. Just do what you want to do. If it's right in, if it's right for you, do it. Don't let some archaic book tell you what you can and cannot do. Mm. Doing what's right in their own eyes. I don't know. I don't know people what they're thinking that make some of the judgments that are being made today. But they're probably thinking that they're right. They are. But let me, as I close out, you say, well, hurry up and do it. 
This is good. Just listen. Proverbs 12, 15. The way of a fool is right. His own eye. Are y'all with me? The way of a fool's right in his own eyes. I'd rather this lead me than my eyes. Okay? Mm-mm-mm. But he that hearkeneth to counsel is wise. So my last verse. I want y'all to know that Psalms 46 is powerful. I just want to tell you that. You, can't, you can read it and you can read it and you can read it and it's good and it just is good. But the last two verses, Psalm 46, 10 and 11, says, Be still and know that I am God. It's almost like just stand still and see the glory of God. Just be still and know that I'm God. Now listen to this. Listen. I will be exalted. Where? Among the heathen. They're going to see it and know it. I brought Pharaoh over here to show him who I was. I'm the one that took him here. And I used you when you looked like it was nothing you could do. I delivered you and destroyed him because I'm God. Be still and know that I'm God. Now what have you got that he can't handle? Be still and know that I'm God and I will be exalted among the heathen whether they like it or not. It's just a matter of time. I will be exalted in the earth. Then the last verse says, the Lord of hosts is with us. Amen? The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I feel a lot better. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whip this thing. This world ain't going to get me down. And them people that are, that <laughs> them people that are doing things that's right in their own eyes, they ain't going to get me down. Nah. That book's wonderful, isn't it? Wonderful God we serve. He's God. He's our refuge. God of Jacob. He's the one. He's the only one, the creator. Hope you know him tonight. Stand if you will.